day. Can you hear me? Over. was a lovely idea to walk beside the river. Thank you. You get a wonderful view of Tower Bridge from here. Glad you like it. Sorry it's such a cold day. <laughs> yes, we will have to keep moving to keep warm. I can never work out which city skyscraper is which. I recognise the gherkin, but not the others. You get to understand the setup when you know somebody who works there. Who's that? My son is a commodity broker. Sounds like a good job. He earns a fortune, up to six figures already. Really? Bought a very smart flat in Canary Wharf, 39th floor, a stunning views. He's doing really well. Hmm. <laughs> Does he enjoy it? He works long hours, complains he never has had time to do anything else but work. I tell him you can't earn that sort of money without putting in the hard graft. So, you, you were asking about the city buildings. Well, the proper name of the Gherkin is 30 St Mary Axe. Quite a few of the big insurance companies have the headquarters there, mm. as well as... shut up like this. I know, I love coming here. So, what was the last thing you saw? Uh, I came to one of those things where the audience votes for which play they do. Uh, I voted for Coriolanus, but we got Twelfth Night. Seriously? I came to the same thing. I wanted <laughs> Comedy of Errors, but oh, I knew we'd get Twelfth Night. So, so which, which performance, performance did you... Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, you go. So which performance did you come to? Uh, the last Saturday night. Me too. Small <gasps> world. <laughs> we could have stood next to each other. <gasps> to think our eyes could have met across a crowded standing area. <laughs> and we would have met ages ago. So do you always art men at theatres? Oh, if I can. You okay. always get a much more cultured class of men at theatre audiences. Okay, right. So on a cultural theme then. What did you think of him doing Marvolio in an Australian accent? Oh, actually, I thought it was wonderful. Oh, me too. <laughs> You'd have never thought it in a thousand years, but he had me roaring with laughter. Oh, that was you, was it? <laughs> yes, <laughs> there was quite a group of us and the laughter just spread. Uh, were you in a group? Oh, no, um, I was just with one other person. All right. So, how is it working out, moving back in with your dad? Uh, um, have you ever been in a situation 
where you wish you'd told somebody something years ago and now it's too late. <laughs> I can't think of one. What's the problem? Whiskey. <laughs> I I should have told my dad years ago that I can't stand whiskey. Oh. I don't like the smell and it gives me a terrible headache. And you drink anything as a teenager and I think he got the idea that I loved it. <laughs> so the day I moved back in, there was this long line of single malt whiskies worth hundreds of pounds. And he's even booked me into Zoom tasting sessions. Oh. He wants us to try a different one each night and put the world to rights. I think he believes that's what men do. Oh no, can't you just tell him? Well, he's not very good at hearing things. Actually, I, I can cope with that. It's uh, John's situation that's a bit more of a worry. Uh, he's your older brother, right? Yeah, uh, and very much the blue-eyed boy. And Dad's so proud of the fact that he's a, a commodity broker who earns mega bucks mm. with a beautiful flat in Canary Wharf. In fact, he's become obsessed with John's job, always reading about gold and energy prices and, and trying to brief him it, it's like he's living his life for him mm. and the thing is John can't stand his job but dad doesn't realise it's highly pressured it's cutthroat and he's come to realise that quite a few of his colleagues are pretty vile mm. and it's gotten much worse in lockdown he's completely stuck in his flat all day it's just really starting to get to him yeah. and all dad can see is him in a wonder flat with stunning views from his 29th floor balcony and yeah all, all, all mum and I can see is how easy it would be for him to chuck himself off it that sounds horrific yeah well we're working on it um actually that's the main reason that I moved back in with dad uh, to try and divert him from his obsession with John and his job I've been trying to, to get him to get out more. Not easy in the present environment, but I've been showing him how to use a uh, dating app. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you might laugh, but he hasn't been out with anyone since mum left, and that was four years ago. And we have had a breakthrough in, in another direction in the last few days. Uh, John thinks he's in with a shout for a teaching job uh, at a business school, which means he'd have to sell the bleeding flat. Uh, which, frankly, would be a relief. Mm. <sighs> Doesn't it get to you, John being the favourite? Um, it used to annoy the hell out of me, but actually recently I I've come to realise that it's better to be below Dad's radar. Mm. Sorry, that's all a bit heavy. I didn't mean to bore you with that. No, it's fine. It's good to unburden. So how's it for you, moving back in with your mum? Well, it's been way better than I expected. Nice. I've realised how hard she works and how committed she is. Oh, never-ending video and phone calls. Hmm. Plus, she's really on the up. Did you see the clip of her making the PM look like a bumbling buffoon? Well, that's not hard, but wow. That was your mum. <sighs> yeah, you said she was an MP last time. She was brilliant. So you're Michelle Cowan's daughter. Of course, now that I come to look at you, you share her good looks. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> <laughs> it 
the, the clip has gone viral. Yeah. Everybody wants to know her. Interestingly, as she and I get on much better these days. Oh, we used to clash horribly when I was younger. But now, she seems to treat me more like an equal. So it feels like a relationship based on trust. Mm. Actually, despite how busy she is, she has been particularly lovely to me lately. Oh, my job has become ten times more stressful in lockdown, and mm. she's been really supportive, wanting to make sure I'm all right. She's even been asking me about my dating app. Is it really safe for women? Very sweet of her. Wait. Coming up to Borough Market, I mean, given how cold it is, might be a good place to get a hot drink. Mm. So, Colin. I now have a much more extensive knowledge of the city and your son's job. But haven't you got another son? What does he do? I'm not really sure what you'd call it. He spends most of his time moving things around a computer screen. Doesn't pay well. He's had to move back home during lockdown. Mm, having grown-up children at home can be challenging. Hello, Mum. Good heavens! Colin, um, this is my daughter, Jess. Hello, Colin. <laughs> I'm Jess. And challenging, apparently. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of you, dear. Oh. And this is? Uh, my son, Mark. What? <laughs> Small world. Hello, uh, I'm the impoverished web designer. <gasps> ah, that was it. Yeah. <laughs> Bit of a surprise. I didn't know that you were Expecting to meet my daughter? No. Who thought you were out with your friend Siobhan? Life is full of surprises, dear. Mm. Well, uh, we could make up a foursome, if that's allowed. Oh, yes, Mother. Now, wouldn't that be interesting? It is lovely to meet you, Jess's mum. Mm. Uh, your daughter's been telling me all about you. Uh, plus, you've been rather prominent recently. I thought your exchange with our so-called leader was brilliant. That's very kind of you. Colin, I know we said we might get coffee and cake here, but I hope you don't mind. I think I'm going to go. Firstly, it's freezing. And secondly, this place is much more crowded than I expected. I'm not sure it is safe. Uh, of course. Uh, Mum, have you got the car? Yes, it's a few minutes' walk away. I think I'll come with you, Mark. I have had the loveliest of times. Sorry to dash off. Shall we message each other? Yeah, of course. I'd make some more plans. Yes, please. Thank you, Colin. That has been very interesting. Goodbye now. Goodbye. You sly dog. Well done for going for it, Dad. What a woman to get for your first date in a long while. She is nice looking, isn't she? And a bit of a celebrity. Ah, I didn't understand what you said to her. Dad, you do know who she is. She's Michelle Cowan, a high-flying MP. 
She's the one whose exchange with that lovely Mr Johnson went viral. She made him look a right fool. Ah, I heard that on the radio, but, but I didn't catch the name. You did ask her about herself, didn't you? Well, I didn't want to pry too much. She had been a bit vague about what she did in her profile. So what did you talk about? Well, she seemed interested in the buildings in the city, so I explained which was which and who the main tenants were. You old romantic! So what you're saying is you got a date with one of the most talked about women in the country and you spent your time telling her about city skyscrapers. Okay, don't rub it in. I noticed she dashed off as soon as she could. I don't think I'm cut out for this. I... Don't get too despondent, Dad. You're obviously more out of practice than I thought. Um, if, if you're interested in having another chance with her, I might be able to rescue it. Okay. Let me see what I can do. say that you campaign for men to stop behaving in ways that are unsafe for women mm. but until more progress has been made we all have to take responsibility for making sure women are safe yes jess where's this going well i have just been telling mark what a wonderfully supportive mother you are he <laughs> even took an interest in my dating app wanted to make sure i was safe whereas in fact it was a sneaky way to find out how to use it for yourself. That isn't quite fair, dear. I've been interested in women's safety for many years, as oh. you know. And it was in that context I first asked you about it. Mm. However, my darling daughter has been banging on for some time about how I need to get out more and not spend all my time on my job. So I thought I'd give it a whirl. The and? You lied to me about what you were doing and, well, that is not safe practice for a woman. <laughs> you would give me hell if it was the other way round. Actually, I didn't lie. I told you I was going for a walk with a friend and you assumed it was Siobhan. <laughs> well, as you might have said in another place, that is a very fine distinction. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jess, fair dues. I suspect a major factor for, was I thought if I was to go out with somebody for the first time in quite a while, I didn't want it under the searching gaze of my date-savvy daughter. Oh, wow. So, how was it? Actually... I was underwhelmed. Ouch! So is that why you dashed away like a scalded cat? A bit. Actually, I was freaked out by how busy the market was. I didn't feel safe. And then I remembered how familiar my face would be to everybody this week and I thought I might finish up on the front page of the mail for the second time. But this time with a good deal less sympathetic headline. Something along the lines of, 
MP that outsmarted Johnson in unsafe market horror mm. with a picture from somebody's phone. The poor mum, he can never relax. And the date was rubbish. Well, he just banged on and on about the buildings in the city and his older son's job. Oh. So when I said about having grown-up children living at home been challenging, I really wasn't thinking of you, but trying to change the subject. <laughs> and I was a bit conscious that some men find successful women threatening. So I was cautious about telling him too much about my work. But he never asked about that. Or anything else about me come to that. There's <gasps> a long message from Mark. Well, the first part is for you. Shall I read it? Intriguing. Yes, do. <clears throat> On behalf of my dad, could you apologise to your mum? It was his first date in many years and he got very nervous and droned on without finding out anything about her. <gasps> now he realises he heard her on the radio and really enjoyed her attack on the PM. By any chance, would she give him a second date? It would do wonders for his self-confidence <laughs> and I will school him a bit so he makes a better job of it. Okay. Tell him yes, <gasps> though that might be the final date, and he is not to mind if it is. Mm. At the very least, I am an explanation as to why I bolted like that. And this time, I'll be much more myself. There. That's gone okay. Oh, I could help prepare you, Mum. Thank you, dear. Uh, he says, you are a complete star, <laughs> and do you like whiskey? What? I'll explain later. So? So, what? So what was the rest of the message? <gasps> it is entirely personal and confidential. Oh, so give me the censored highlights, <laughs> suitable for the sensitive ears of your aged mother. He wants to zoom on Wednesday, and then he wants to take me for a walk in Crystal Palace Park next weekend. What, the one with all the dinosaurs? <laughs> yes! Oh, this is so meant to be. I mean, how does he know I love dinosaurs? I never told him. Well, it might be just he noticed the model T-Rex you have on a chain on your bag. Could be a bit of a giveaway. Oh, you? You're always deflating me. Just trying to keep your feet on the ground after last time. Yeah, all right. But, well, it is good if he noticed my dino and thought, I know, she'd mm. like Crystal Palace. <sighs> Just my luck to fall for somebody during bloody lockdown. The most intimate thing I can do is hold his hand. There is hand sanitizer in my handbag, dear. It's all right, Mum. Never took my gloves off. You have been listening to Cold Dating, 
an original radio play written and directed by Ian Powell, with assistant direction by Tom Faulkner, edited by Stuart Clark. Michelle was performed by Victoria Harris, Colin was played by Richard Penny, Jess was performed by Claire Bryan, and Mark was played by Nicholas Kemp. Cold Dating is part of Overheard, a series of original audio plays produced by Danielle Keane and Stuart Clark, presented by the Woodhouse Players, keeping theatre alive during the pandemic. Original Overheard soundtrack by Alex Kemp. Incidental sound effects courtesy of BBC Sounds. To listen to other plays, check your podcast supplier, hit the subscribe button or visit woodhouseplayers.co.uk.